Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble of Black Tribble's fame. Welcome you to another edition of the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My host, Vincent Williams, could not be here this evening as he is closing on a home. Congratulations. Huzzah! Congratulations. Congratulations, indeed. But standing in for him is our very special guest. You know him from here from Philly, um, like just evoking buckets of laughter on comedy stages left and right in the Delaware Valley, as well as improving him his way to hilarity with comedy sports uh, in Center City. It is the comedian and one half of the Daryl and Timmery Fun Hour. It is the comedian Daryl Charles. What's up, dude? I'm all right, man. Thanks. But that was a. You just told me what I do. That's nice. Well, that's what I try to do. Right. Now, what I didn't tell people is that you, Daryl, I think may be the first. No, you're not the first guest. But you may be one of the few guests right. uh, to the Michelle Mission that is already a member of the Tribble Nation. Ah, yes, that's true. I am Joker Tribble. So we have uh, some arch nemeses. Yes. Triple wise happening right here. Very interesting. I, oh, I and that I just picked up on because <laughs> I knew you were in the in the nation, but I forgot what your uh, designation, what designation was. Yeah, yeah. Get the f- hell out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Mark a- Hamill and Kevin Conroy are friends in real life. They are dear friends, man. So. If you've ever caught them on a convention circuit together, man, they oh, yeah? bug out I'm like crazy. Sure. sure. So. And they'll, they'll have fun with the fans doing the voices back and forth. Right. And like one will run up on the other and inside like the in the um, when they're doing like a, a panel, they'll just burst into the panel. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. They are nuts, man. Um well, we're going to have fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen, sure. because we are reviewing. Daryl selected a film for tonight that I'm, I don't know about you, but this is near and dear to my heart. It's a beautiful movie. It is Black Dynamite. Mm. <clears throat> I am smiling. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> oh, just. Yeah. This, is, this is a movie. This is one of those movies, much like Friday. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that gets quoted mad often, man. Very true. It gets quoted. There's scenes that just play back upon itself, that rewind themselves in your head for years and years and years. Yeah. And I was thinking about this, that uh, Black Dynamite came out in 2008, I believe. 2009, excuse me. Okay. 2009. And I think, I was hard-pressed to think of another black comedy from the last, what, 2009 is, what, seven years ago? Right. So over, let's say over the last 10 years. I was hard to press to think of a black comedy within the last 10 years that I found as funny as Black Dynamite. As funny. Oh, I thought you were just going to go into like that, that tried to explore a black genre in an airplane kind of format. Because I was like, yeah, that I don't know. But well, no, this to very- say... There's, I don't think there's been another one. No, I don't think so. I like mean, that. Even Undercover Brother didn't. It took like a black version of yeah. a particular, um, not particularly, but predominantly white genre mm-hmm. of like spy movie and do that. But yeah, Black Dynamite was an, is an awesome thing that did an awesome thing for. I need to figure out better words, but you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> It was just really good. <laughs> That's the better word. It, it was, was good. but I. But really, I, I was thinking about it. Like in the last ten years, I'm. I was trying to think of one. I was trying to think of like a really, really good black comedy over the last ten years, not including Tyler Perry. You mean <laughs> not including Tyler? Perry. Oh, okay, all right. Well, uh, uh, purposefully <laughs> comedic. I every every Medea movie is apparently on purpose. Okay, I guess, I guess so. I guess so. I just don't. I don't find them funny. I do not either. I I see what they are. I'm not going to rehash your conversations, but um, no, yeah. please expound. What are your thoughts on the Medea movies? You're a comedian. I am a comedian um, by trade. I, that's what I tell the government. Um, the 
Uh, the Medea movies are great for the people who they're great for. I'm okay. happy for those people that they find something that makes them laugh. <laughs> I'm not one of them, and that's okay. You know, I don't have to have everything in common with everyone, even True. if we have some things in common. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, you know, more power to him. What? I mean, again, to rehash the things, like what he has done is more important than how he did it. Yes. But to me, how you do it is a little more important than what you do. So It is. You it know. is, man. It is. I feel like, I feel about like, oh man, we can get into so many conversations <laughs> because I feel like so much like uh, about Tyler Perry, like I feel about um, Puffy. Mm-hmm. Like I can't knock your hustle. Right. And I can even admire your hustle. Sure. But there's something about your hustle that just ain't right with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. I mean, you could say that for a lot of people. It's the whole idea of divorcing the person from the art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it to do what people like that have done, there are decisions you have to make, shortcuts you have to take to get there. I can't say that I wouldn't have done it if I was in that place at that time. I would like to think that I wouldn't. Really? Yeah. I'd like to think that I wouldn't. I mean... I have turned down other things because I didn't agree with them. But that's me being me and saying I don't feel like it. But, you know, I don't know. Did you ever come to regret? Every day. I really? mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What's, what's one thing you, you turned down that you're like, oh, man, that could have been. I don't uh, I won't say the specifics, but I was uh, offered a role on a cartoon to do a thing and i a voice a voice and i thought that they wanted me to speak in a way that i was kind of like i'll meet you halfway i'm not gonna go all the way there okay that was my last day working really Mm -hmm. it was also my first day working oh so you got the job i auditioned came in did an in-studio audition got the job came next day they were like all right so here's some lines i was like ah (laughs) <laughs> wow but wait a minute but you auditioned you didn't audition for the same part i did audition for the same part but the lines that they gave me in the audition weren't to a totally different right right oh man or written a different way let's put it written that a different way. way it started one way and then it completely quickly turned oh wow man i feel like it was like a probably like a multi-step audition process where it was like all right he can do it but will he do it exactly and so. then i was like no i won't and they're like okay well, someone else will. I was like, yeah, someone else will. So, so the project went. I am um, uh, Yes, the project has been on and is on. Are you serious? I am not. It is kidding. on now. I yeah. I don't. I don't watch it. You don't. Of course not. No. I. <laughs> it's funny to <laughs> to do this without going in depth, but it's you know it's something I enjoyed as a uh, younger person. And you don't enjoy anymore. I just stopped watching many things. You know, cartoons and such. We just stop watching cartoons. No, 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 not cartoons. Not, what, what, not in, here, no, like... no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, oh, all of a sudden, you too good for cartoons. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. It's just you know, my my cartoon watching has uh, diminished with time, mm-hmm. and uh, as other things have uh, entered my life. So, I think when I was watching the cartoon that I'm talking about, I don't even think I was doing comedy at the time. So, oh, so this was a while ago me getting fired was this past year but me watching the cartoon was yeah like seven eight years ago wow so this is something that was on seven or eight years ago still on now there's very few cartoon shows that fit that criteria yeah there's also the idea of syndication just to obfuscate it a little more oh that it would still be out there yeah it could just be in reruns oh man but if it was in reruns why would they be casting for a new part yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Can, I'll, oh, I'll tell you off off air. off off, off air. Yeah. Off air. He'll tell me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I'll fill you in. I'll fill you in on Instagram. Hey, hearsay is hearsay. Look, look for the pictures on Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but now, like you say, your 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 life is is busier now because now um, you're going to be soon celebrating two years full-time as a comedian congratulations yeah. man that's a big step thank you i mean 
Sure. Even though you've been in comedy for years, though. Yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. And yeah. just decided to take the leap. What what prompted you to, to take that leap, man? Because that's a big leap of faith. It was the sort of thing that you had to do it. You know, I sat down, had a conversation with my wife. Couldn't have mm-hmm. done it without her. Cause yeah. I just couldn't have done it without her. So, you know, I had to sit down, had a conversation. It was something that was, like, in plans for years. You right. Know, you're taking steps to make sure that you're limiting how much money you're spending on things and, you know, your living situation. Blah, 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 blah. Bought a house. You know, like, things like that. Set right. things up. And then able to jump. How's it been going? I stay busy. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, in a way. There's a whole thing with comedy where a lot of people think uh, exposure is just as good as food. Oh, yeah, man. And that's not true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you try to run the balance. You, it's it's a nice thing to be able to do a job where in some spaces you really get to hang out with people you actually like. You know what I mean? There mm-hmm. are a lot of people working who do not like anyone at their job. I was one of them. And <laughs> uh, that's a joke. There are people I liked. There's just like two of them. But the thing is that, uh, you know, it's it's a neat thing to be able to do. And I try not to forget that. The other thing that you're a part of is the Daryl and Tim Marie Fun Hour. Yes, DTF. The Daryl and Tim Marie Fun Hour. Now, Tim Marie, yes, um, he, here in Philadelphia, is a is a is a a legend. I think she's a superhero. I believe personally. so as, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not first and foremost known for being funny, at least not to me. No, I think her first and her foray primarily is in the world of. Uh, of sex, yes, she's it's not a she's not a sexologist. No, well, she has a doctorate in human sexuality, right? And That's... so she uses that to do a lot of different things sexually, uh, uh, both, both sexually and, <laughs> and, and unsexy, and professionally, and yes. professionally. I don't think that uh, sometimes she spends. She just did a whole um, thing for, I think, to Philly Weekly, probably Philly Weekly. I think, yeah, probably. Um, but she did a whole thing where she was like talking to the police and talking to people in Fishtown, I believe, about a man who was murdering uh, transsexuals. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's she was she's been doing investigative journalism in addition to all the other things that she does. She and she keeps a column in the paper and stuff like that. She's yeah. How did you two come together and then create the Fun Hour? Oh well, uh, we came together because we were doing a comedy show that was a fundraiser for Philly Sketchfest, which is another show or a sketch festival that happens in Philly. And it was uh, all about sex-based comedy. And Timory was giving a presentation on sexual paraphilias, which means things that people are into. So right. Some would say kinks. But from a more medical standpoint, and I was closing the show with my uh, dirty uh, childish jokes. And <laughs> I started my set. She gave this wonderful presentation, complete with pictures, about all the different things that people were into. And when I started my set, I told the crowd that this is a very good presentation because there was something on there that I did not know about. And then I went into explaining my side of knowing most of that stuff. And then after that, we just she was just kind of like, you know, where do you perform and stuff like that? And we just got cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess, yeah, Philly Improv Theater had a contest um, to see who could come up with a new show. They did like a March Madness kind of thing. Okay. And then she was like, do you want to do a show together? You can do something that has to do with sex and comedy. And I was like, yeah, we can. And so we just started brainstorming. And like three years later, here we are. And, and now what is the basis of the fun hour? So is, you, 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 is it the two of you just up there riffing? Or is it more planned out than that? Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, uh, it's much similar to The View. Okay. Uh, it, but always about sex, love, and relationships. Um, so we'll take current news and kind of dissect it and tell people what makes sense and what doesn't. Um, we have a section where we uh, bring up a news article that we like, like news that happened that we like, and then news that happened that we didn't like, or find dumb, or if there is, you know, some kind of a study that says, oh, people who sneeze have better sex, we break down the science and be like, that's not a conclusion you can make based on the data that they had. And right, right, right. Stuff. And then we'll also have a section called um, We're Here to Help, where we will explain something to people. That is probably the most fun because we're actually teaching at that point. That's where yeah. she gets to really do her thing, and then I get to just make fun of it. Um, What's one of the things that like you're surprised that you had to explain to somebody on the radio? Okay, um, no, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, we we've explained. We've sometimes it's as basic as uh, here are better ways to perform a particular sexual act. You like can what? Take, 
like anal, like oral, like. What's a know. better way to to perform anal? Take it very slowly. Uh, there's no reason <laughs> there to. You go. Yeah, there's no reason to you know jump in there. There's with no the timer feet. going off. There's no timer going off. Uh, you should start with a, a light and a gentle massage. That would warm up the area before you even try to do anything. So a massage of the area. A massage of the particular area you are focused on. Okay. With So that everyone can relax and learn what it means to take it slow. Now, are you using your hands with yes. this massaging? Yes. Okay. That's what you should use. And, you know, of course, as much lube as you can uh, wa- wash out of whatever's under you. Okay. Yeah. So lube is important. Very important. Probably the second most important thing other than taking it slow. Okay. All right. So taking the slow lube. Yes. Massaging. Yes. With your hand. Yes. I would imagine that your thumb might play a part in that. Timory uh, is the best mime at this and <laughs> has done it at a particular, at a number of DTFs. Um, she says uh, spider fingers is one she says. Oh, spider fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Spider fingers. Oh, okay. Um, All right. I got where, it. Or I guess you, your hands are facing out towards you and you use the four fingers in front of you to kind of walk like a spider. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that technique. Uh, yes, okay. There you go, right? All oh, right. right, 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 right. right. I, did I thought not, I, I came up with that. I did not know the the, the phraseology. <laughs> yes. Behind and then that. there's there's a thumb walk that you can do, which is very much similar to a spider fingers. So All right. Those are two things she always brings up. Okay. And, um, yeah, we even went through, like, one of the neat ones that happened recently where the proper ways to sext, like safety tips for doing it. Safety tips for sexting. Yes. Like, uh, I don't know if you needed safety tips. I well, mean. now it's it's kind of become an unavoidable thing, right? And, right. You know, in today's day and age with society being what it is and everybody has cameras in their pockets, people are going to take pictures of their genitals and send them to each other. And so um, there are a variety of ways you can uh, protect yourself from people who might want to do harm to you for sending such things one of them is to not send it that's true but you know if uh oh man i was just talking to my wife about this she was talking about <laughs> no she was not, not about sexting <laughs> we don't talk about it we just do it you know baby what I mean? you didn't <laughs> protocol number one baby <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Show, don't tell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um you you know you could tell you can tell kids don't have sex. Right. But you will never stop them from having sex. It's just going to happen. So Very sure. uh much better than abstinence is just how to do it safely. Okay. And so it's things like, you know, there are secure text messaging apps that you can use. Oh, that's true. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? There, there there are apps you can use that delete your picture right away. That's right. And true. we'll notify you if people keep a screenshot. Try to stick to those. Don't put your face in it. <laughs> yeah, duh. You know, I mean, but again, yeah, some people true. don't. Like people don't think of that. Some people don't think of that. Like, don't keep your face in it. Uh, do not take a picture that has your face and then use some After Effects thing to just cross your face out using, you know, something because there are programs that can easily go like, back. Yeah. Undo that. That's right. You know, if you're going to do something in paint, just put a black box over your face and then save that. As a new file and delete the original. Exactly. You know, like things like that, you know. Oh, man, there's a whole, like, manual on this type of stuff. We, we pretty much write one every episode. Man, y'all need to write one and get this into the Barnes & Noble. Like, <laughs> now, man, you think how much money you could have made over Christmas if this was under your under your Christmas tree? That's a good point. Look, man. Well, it, it's copyright the Michelle Mission now, so. <laughs> <laughs> That. Mature Mission and DTF present. <laughs> I don't know what we'd present. All right. So anyway, well, that's cool, man. And I wish you nothing but the the much success. Oh, well, thank you. With that, man. And uh, hopefully one day we can get both you and Tim Marie here at the Michelle Mission. Oh yeah, I, I think that would be really dope. Sure, that would be really really cool. I really uh, want to make that happen. Um, Tim Marie, she's a busy chick. You're yeah. a busy person too because you're going to be on. Daryl is on the Michelle mission to tonight. Yeah. He's going to be on Black Tribbles Prime on Thursday night. Yes. So two nights on the radio. I do what I can. And then on Friday, he's going to be our the Black Tribbles very special guest at their first Friday event at Amalgam Comics Tribble Tang. Yes. Uh, um just blowing it's it's the week of Daryl. You if you're sick of me now, man, I feel sorry for you by Saturday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! If if you hate Daryl and like Lynn, then whoo! 
Mm. It's a tough week for you. 2017 is off to a bad start. <laughs> this is some bull. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I am looking forward to it. I have been looking forward to it this week for like for two months since we booked it. Yeah, it was really funny how that worked. It was like, hey man, yeah, you want to do triples? Yeah, I love Michelle Mission. You want to do that too? Yeah. What about this? Sure. <laughs> like, oh, like, all right. Yeah, I don't care. All week. I don't know. Yeah, well, let's go. It'll make it happen, man. You yeah, my man. dude. You my yeah, dude, man. man. Appreciate it. It's fun. I I did black triples once and had a blast. I still have the poster that I won. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I forgot. Remember that? I cleaned up in the, uh, was it Family Guy or Simpsons? Family Guy or Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, cleaned up. Family Guy or Simpsons, that's interesting. Hmm. But something tells me, something tells me it's not one of those. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good pull. That's good. That's good. Because it can only be three. Oh, there can be more. No. You're not even close if if that's what you're thinking. It can it can only since two thousand nine, it's still on. Family Guy, Simpsons, South Park. For South Park, there's only two people do voices. Uh, it's more like three or four, but oh, right, yeah. like three or four. But they, you but know, they're all two of them do like ninety five percent of the voices. Yeah, yeah, so it's not them, and like only one guy is getting paid on Family mm-hmm. Guy. So uh, the yeah. Simpsons guy, they can make too much money. All right, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna, dude, I'm gonna suss this out, man. This may be the whole, the whole, the whole Black Tribbles um, Prime is just two hours. We're supposed to be talking about all the movies, the TVs are coming up in 2017. No, we're gonna figure out. Just start throwing out cartoons and looking at my face. <laughs> Got to work on my poker face. <laughs> we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna figure it out. Tune in on Thursday, WPPM LP 106.5 FM. We're gonna figure out what the uh, cartoon. That Daryl turned down. Um, oh man, to figure out who that character was. <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! I'm gonna figure it out. Anyway, but right now we got to get into our review of Black Dynamite. All you suckers, gather round. There's a brand new movie coming to town. So get on up and check the scene of the smoothest, baddest mother to ever hit the big screen. Main man, Black Dynamite. He's super cool and he no kung fu. <laughs> Drives a $5,000 car and wears a $100 suit. You're so righteous. This is also true. And when it comes to the ladies, he's out of sight. Uh, let me guess. You one of these brothers thinking get by on a wink and a smile, huh? What about the smile? I am smiling. Black Dynamite. Never in the history of the game has there been such devastation. The CIA needs Black Dynamite now more than ever. We need you, Black Dynamite, now more than ever. I thought I told you, hunkers from the CIA, that Black Dynamite was out of the game. And he's better than Sham Superfly and the Mac put together. But when the mob kills his brother, your death will not go on a band. And put the dope on the street. It's my nephew, Bucky. He OD. He's back in the game and he's playing for keeps. Declaring war on anybody who sells drugs in our community. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. He killed my best dealer. I want him dead now. So if you crave satisfaction, then dig this action. Guaranteed to put your ass in traction. Black, black, stack, attack, and match. Backtrack, slapjack, boot black, flashback, ramsack. Running back for Ronte Jones, fashion model Tambula to come, William T. Michelson, Ronnie Sinatra, Little Tiny Tibbs, Junebug, Bo Willie Peter, and me. That's bad, Boo Hunt. Black Dynamite! Feel the cinema fun and quadro Rated R. So, Black Dynamite, 2009 American black exploitation action comedy film starring Michael Jai White, Tommy Davidson, Sally Richardson, written by Michael J. White and his co star Byron Minns, di- uh, directed by Scott Sanders. Uh, the plot centers on former CIA agent Black Dynamite, yes, that's his government, yep. who must avenge his brother's death. While cleaning the streets of a new drug that is ravishing the community, the film, which is a parody of the '70s black exploitation 
genre has a trailer and funding even before a script was written and was shot yep in 20 days wow yeah i mean that makes sense <laughs> it does make sense when you check it out when you look at it yes I mean, that's part of the beauty of what they were parodying yes it was yeah it was uh and black dynamite was the selection of our very special guest and and this going through like the the actors yeah that have starring roles in this we talked about michael j white Tommy Davidson as Cream Corn, yeah. uh, Byron Minns as Bullhorn, Kim Whitley as Honeybee. Yeah. And those are the names everyone knows because they would go on to star in the Black Black Dynamite cartoon series. Right. But then you got Sally Richardson, Arsenio Hall, mm-hmm. uh, Oba Babatunde, yep. believe it or not, yep. as a pimp. As a, as a good pimp, too. As a pimp named Osiris. <laughs> yeah. Buddy Lewis. Nicole Ari Parker, uh, uh, Phil Morris, yeah. Tucker Smallwood, John Sally, Chris Spencer, Mike Starr, uh, McAllentai Williamson as mm-hmm. Chicago Wind. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I realized that it was Brian McKnight. Yep. Silky smooth soul singer Brian McKnight <laughs> as Sweet Meat. Just chilling in the back. Just chilling. Bokeen Woodbine yep. as Black Hand Jack. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, this movie was the selection of Daryl Charles. So, Daryl, why did you select Black Dynamite, and what does this movie mean for you, brother? All right. Well, first, I owned it, so it was <laughs> very easy for me to pick. What, what, what requires me to do the least amount of work? Black Dynamite. I have it on Blu-ray, and it. it but I bought it on Blu-ray because my friends were going to come over, and we were going to just like have like let's watch a bunch of movies. And we were going to watch action movies. As we were going to watch, so we were going to watch like um, the raid. And, okay. You know, oh, yeah. Like that. We watch the raid, the raid two. Just a bunch of people looking like their necks getting broke. And I was like, you know what else we should watch? Black Dynamite. And everyone was like, yes, that doesn't even fit really in the right. genre of those kung fu movies. But I was like, we're watching Black Dynamite, and I was like, I'll take it one step further. I'm going to go buy it on Blu-ray. And so it's like, as much as I love that movie. When I had the opportunity to pick one, I was like, that's a movie that I haven't seen as much as I want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I need a reason to watch this over and over again because I just won't do it otherwise right. as much as I love the movie. So, yeah, that's why I picked it. So now that, you, now that you've watched it again, man, what, sure. what, uh, this time watching it, and I guess maybe this time you're watching it maybe a little bit more critically than because before you just yeah. bugging out watching it, man. Well, yeah, I mean, even 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 watching it bugging out, what I'm bugging out at is, I mean, just like a parody movie when you know you know the source material that they're bugging out on um, is that you know you get to see like yeah they really did do that every time or yeah, yeah. it really was like that those sets looked exactly like that you know what I mean <laughs> that those were the clothes and. Man, that's bad acting. Like, you know what I mean? But it was like that was the that's what they were making fun of and they did it really, really well. Yeah. I mean like yeah, like like airplane levels of well. It was on the it was everything was on the nose, man. Yes. From the sets that like <laughs> the walls that broke like pieces of balsa wood. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, this joint is crazy, man. The cars, the 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 mess up in the takes when they show up to kill Black Dynamite and they uh, at the at the at the, at the, at the chili uh, and donuts chili and do- at Roscoe's chili and donuts Roscoe's <laughs> chili and donuts exactly <laughs> when, they, when they go to shoot up Roscoe's chili and donuts and they come out and then they hop out the car and the car keeps going <laughs> car I was like of course he would keep that in like, of course of course yeah boom mics showing up everything was just. It- not only does the boom mic show up, Black Dynamite sees the boom mic and looks at the boom <laughs> right. mic like, like oh, y'all going to get this out of here? Y'all gonna, uh, somebody going to call a cut? Y'all don't see this? Nothing? Because I'm going. Right. Exactly. I'm almost in line, but all, all right. Uh, okay. The, 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 the shot gets like mad out of focus. <laughs> like moves. It comes down a little bit. It goes back up. Oh, it's just perfect. Oh, my God. I mean, like everything is to one point. Two, like, the one scene that, like, really just took me, Black Dynamite, is chasing Chicago wind. Because he does the car chase. Right, sure. 
And Chicago Wind, played by Makalatai Williamson, who was playing it dead on straight, which makes him just that much <laughs> yeah, funnier. That's what makes everything in that movie. Yeah. Everybody is playing it straight. I that, don't think yeah. So. Except for maybe Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson. Well, yeah. But, Tommy Davidson is fantastic in the movie, but his right. character is, like, was a Antonio Vargas? Pretty much. Uh, the Huggy Bear. Yeah. Well, right. That's right, what, right. That's, yeah, that's what he's playing. But he, you know, he's he's playing it comedically for comedic effect but he still is just as over t- over the top if you go back I mean, and watch huggy bear oh he's yeah. just as over the top as there huggy bear go. was you know what i mean right but mccallatine williamson is in the lead car and black dynamite is chasing him is, yes. is chasing him and mccallatine williamson is driving the whole time looking back <laughs> at black dynamite on a, a, a road that is just turns, <laughs> yep. and he never turns, <laughs> and the car never is still it, making. It's turn. hitting every turn, and it's only when he turns to look forward, yeah, mid sentence, that he... it crashes, <laughs> yeah. and not only crashes, goes over the cliff and explodes as soon as it touches <laughs> a rock. As soon, as it explodes mid air. It's the greatest. Ah, oh. and that was the thing. I mean, they used. I mean, the the authenticity. To, to use like that kind of stock footage. Yes. Just bad car crash footage. Four times in the movie. Right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every bit of that was just like, yep, I saw a movie that did that. And I I didn't I started watching like Black Exploitation movies in college. Okay. That was like my you know, one of the, my phases mm-hmm. was to watch as many of those as possible. I think I saw in my junior year of college every uh Pam Gray movie. Oh yeah. From that man. era. Yeah. That's just what you do. You That's know what I mean? You trade them like baseball cards. Exactly. And so, like, yeah, watched all of them and then just, ah, oh, to see them do pretty much every terrible thing that you would see yeah. in those movies. In, in in the Shaft movies, in especially every Fred Williamson movie. Right. In the Mac. In, yeah. Dolomite. Uh, Dolo- <laughs> Look. Bullhorn was essentially Essentially Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Which I appreciated because... I'm not a fan of Dolomite. Right. I love me some Bullhorn. <laughs> Bullhorn is just, he is just insane, man. Because when he comes in on one scene to save Black Dynamite yes. and and bitch slaps a dude. <laughs> hey, man. And it just cut to another dude. It cuts to the- oh, that's cool. oh, man. Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jaquiz Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh, what's the best way to eat a taco? That's with your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. That's a satisfying, jarring cut. It is. It's like, yes, of course you would get rid of that guy and just keep on going. And just keep it moving, man. Just uh, put it, put the next dude in the same afro. <laughs> yep, next dude, same afro. And then the worst karate kick in movie history <laughs> to knock him out. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, this movie is just insane. It is so... It is so on the on the nose. And it start, But it starts with... Michael Jai White. Yeah. Because this is the role that he is built, not born. Yeah. Built to play. Yeah. Even though it, it to me, it I mean, it's black dynamite, so you know, what are you gonna do? But like he is way too in shape. Like the <laughs> the muscles on his body don't they weren't around in the seventies. Well no. You no, know what I mean? No, like, that's true. like yeah, that guy had creatine and they, <laughs> They never did that back then. But, you know, other yeah. than that, he Yeah, Fred Williamson wasn't it. that cut. No, yeah. No. Jim Brown wasn't that cut, and he played football. Like, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. Okay, fair enough. There's that. Fair but, enough on that. You know. But that notwithstanding, right. he is on, he is like in in his 
this is the like I said, this is the movie he was built to play. It's a movie he was built to play, and, and from what I researched, he um he you know took pictures and did a lot of pre work before there was even a trailer just to get the character down to to completely understand it. I mean, he wrote the movie along with yeah. Um, Bullhorn. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Byron Mintz. Yeah. Byron Mintz. Yeah, he, he was talking about how he, uh, Michael J. White, originally thought of the idea of Black Dynamite while listening to James Brown's Superbad. Oh, which I can see. I can sure. see that being the impetus behind this. Uh, he also had held black exploitation movie parties, um, much like Daryl, okay. when he, he picked up the funny inconsistencies in the film. So he rented costumes, photographs himself, showed it to his friend Scott Sanders, who was uh, attracted to the idea. The same blue costume on White's uh, Michael J. White's photograph was used in the final scene of the film when he shows up. Because this movie, it goes from all over. Oh, it's... It- it does what many of those black exploitation movies. Do. Yeah, because you know it, it traces it down to the man. Right. It, yes, he takes down the man. Like, of course, he would take down the man, and the man being Richard Nixon. Oh, yeah. Just it, it's systematically because he goes through <laughs> the man because he, he takes down the man in the neighborhood. Sure. So it's a drug man. Right. Well, it's a drug man's getting it from somewhere. Yes. So the drug man's getting it from the China man. The drug man's getting it from the CIA. That's right, from the CIA. And then the from CIA, O'Leary. Right, from O'Leary, his old friend. <laughs> from, from Vietnam. From Vietnam. <laughs> and then he finds out that it's the fiendish Dr. Wu who is supplying the drugs. Then he gets him and then figures it out that it, it keeps... Well, and then he has to figure it out in a, a wonderful uh, diner scene where they have to trace back. That diner scene may be like one of like... That may need to be on the Comedy Hall of Fame. <laughs> the way they break down how how yeah how it how it traces back to Richard Nixon when they have to decipher Operation uh, Code Kansas. That's right, Code yeah, Kansas. Code Kansas. <laughs> code. Oh man, that's the area code <laughs> for Topeka, Kansas. And what is the fourth planet from the sun? Mars. <laughs> and what's Mars yeah. backwards? Drop the S. <laughs> Ram. Ram is the zodiological sign for Aries. <laughs> the god of war. Oh, man. Uh, oh, my God. It's like, you know, you have been. I have been in those conversations with my friends when we would make fun of how. This conversation sounds a lot like conversations we heard our uncles have. Oh yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you if you've lived long enough, you have figured out that there was some weird, terrible conspiracy that turned out to be true. Of course, that's just America. That's that's America, <laughs> as told by Uncle Ray Ray. Right, exactly. I thought I wouldn't figure it out, but I know. <laughs> this um, so it starts with Michael J. White, mm-hmm. Michael Jai White, right. Um, who is someone that a, a lot of people, a lot of people like in the action genre, because he's done a lot of action movies, yes. right? Yeah. And there's some people that swear by his action movies. I can't stand his action movies. I don't, I think Spawn might have been the only thing I saw. Well, you, thank you. You're, well, I, you're welcome. <laughs> you, you, you're a lucky man. Cause I feel I've like seen, I know his name though, but I can't, I, I, I well, he's been in Tyler Perry movies. Oh, he's the big muscle guy in on almost all of the Tyler Perry movies. Okay. The, the Why did I get married? Why did I get married again? You know, I who told those? me to get the hell married? Mm. <laughs> you know, Here I am, still married. Shoot me before I get married again. Um, he's the big muscle guy in all of those films, and it, but in his action movies, it's that's where, like you say, he's just too muscular, right? Yeah. It's because literally every he's he's almost gotten to the point where like he's not Steven Seagal where Steven Seagal is so fat that the guy's got to come like basically right, bounce off of him. Yeah. But Michael Jai White is so muscular that they basically have to come and run themselves into his fists. Right. Well, it's it's like uh, Action Jackson, right? You you you'll you would never see Carl Weathers doing karate. No. He was too big. He would just yeah. pick people up and throw them or like punch them and they go flying. Yeah. But Michael Jai White actually, you know, does kicks and uses nunchucks. Like he knows karate. And it's like, come on. you No. Yeah. You're too big for that. <laughs> I, the one thing I thought was funny about this movie, though, is that he 
He takes down the drug guys. He takes down the CIA. Yeah. He takes down uh, Dr. Wu. Fiendish Dr. Wu. Fiendish Dr. Wu after traveling to Hong Kong Island. Yes. Um, but it is not until he... Kung Fu Island. Kung, no, it was Hong Kong Island, I thought. I think it was Kung Fu. Maybe it was Kung Fu Island. I mean, it, come on. It probably Kong Island, that sounds too... That's too on the nose. Yeah, that's too on the nose. People are like, that sounds right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think they went to Hong Kong. No, 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 no. Kung Fu Island. Uh, yeah, but then, it is not until he fights... Yes. Fights Richard Nixon <laughs> that anyone lay, lands a punch on him. Richard Nixon is True. the only one to land a punch, a blow on him. He did get shot, but he was fine the next scene. <laughs> Not only was he fine the next scene, right? He was having sex the next. Scene. Yes, that's true. With the, with the nurse. With the, wait a minute. The movie starts. <laughs> the movie starts with a man. It's it's literally it's literally a joke. Yeah. A black prostitute, a Chinese prostitute, and a white prostitute and go to bed. Yeah, and he's doing push-ups on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> With the theme song, down on my. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's exactly how it works. Of course, I mean, and yeah, every time you see one of those jokes, like, of course, yeah, of course, of course, it has to be. And then they're they're telling him how good he was, and he tells him to be quiet because the other two women are sleeping. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh. it's a masterpiece. I'm telling you, it really, it really is. I mean, like, there's nothing. Really, this is just us having fun. You're right. Because I mean, it, it's it's hard to like critically try to um, try to. I'm losing words again, but it's hard to like say like, oh, here's where a movie that's obviously a parody yeah. went wrong or went right, or like, oh, the acting wasn't there or something like that, because they were attempting to make a comedy the entire time. Right. But man, do they hit the nail on the head in so many different ways. The music. Oh my god. The. The action, the drama. I mean, how seriously Michael Jai White is playing Black Dynamite. Yeah. Even in the scenes where they're supposed to be uh, frolicking in in the park. Oh, that's and he's right. just not smiling. And he, <laughs> he's not smiling. He, he, he refused. I'm not skipping. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Even when, when, when he find the two little girls, they're like, my daddy's name is Black Dynamite. Uh, hush up, little girls. <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people named Black Dynamite, and then just ah, oh, everything is played so he plays it just so seriously that the comedy can kind of happen around him, even even if it's coming from him. Yeah, and it, it's 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 expert. And you mentioned the score by Andrew Adrian Young, yeah, who plays all the instruments, wrote the lyrics to every song, almost every song on the soundtrack, right? Um, using and. It's easy to you can hear the influence of Curtis Mayfield yes. in there, Isaac Hayes, yes. um, even a little bit of Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, true. It, it, you can hear it all in there, man, and it just it and it fits. It fits period wise. Yes. It fits action wise. Yes. It's not too. It's not crazy over the top. It comes in at the exactly the wrong spot, like it's supposed <laughs> right, to do. Right, right. In this, in the movie. Uh, it even is, even there are point, there are points that uh, yeah I, I noted that like there are points like in the very beginning when his brother when Black Dynamite's brother is shot oh yeah there's a there's a scene where um, the guy I think he used to be on Different Strokes or something but it's like this white dude he he walks over they they waste all the screen time where he just walks over <laughs> to put his hand on the body to look up into the camera and be like he's dead and I was like. Yes, because no one really knew what they were doing exactly. back then as far as movies were concerned. Like, you wasted so much time on stuff like that. Like, just there's, there's, um, early on in the movie, Black Dynamite's driving around and it's just lights behind him. And it just, it's a, they're wasting so much time. Like, no movie nowadays would do that. Exactly. No, but that's what they did back then. Because, yep. you know, movies were three hours long just to do it. But, yeah. it was, you know, you had three hours to fill in a character's life and you got to see what his car was like and how he drove and you'd have an argument that went nowhere you know mm-hmm. and it, but they and they held to that the entire time all the way all the way through and even when this movie starts to feel a little long mm-hmm. boom it kicks in and it's about to because the movie's not even an hour and a half no oh, wow it's not even an hour it's an hour and 24 minutes wow that's, that's like tight mwah, yeah movie they really knew what they were doing thank you yeah, and to shout out to Vince, uh, they even is a scene where the music 
the lyrics of the song playing tell you what is about to happen. <laughs> when he goes into Jimmy's house. <laughs> yeah, when he goes into Jimmy's house. <laughs> it's just sitting there like, oh, man, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like there's... The, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And thinking about, like, the great comedies or comedies, black mm-hmm. comedies from mm-hmm. the last few years. And thinking, like, even staying in this genre, so parodies. Okay. Um, of which you said, like, this is on almost airplane level. I, I would even so. dare say it may be even on level of something as as hallowed ground parody-wise as, like, uh, the Christopher Guest films, like Best in Show uh-huh. or anything like that, or even This is Spinal Tap. Right. Because it, the people are, like, they are... They are... Um, committed to their Committed character. to their yeah. characters, you know? There are a couple breaks, but you can tell that those were planned like it was supposed to be the break of the actor playing the character yeah in the world in which black dynamite is a movie right you know what i mean like so it wasn't michael dry white breaking character and looking at the camera it was the actor playing black michael, dynamite like, right. who michael dry white is playing yes. doing that you know what i mean who's, like it was, who's looking off right like, who's it, looking off like what the did hell you was? call cat right <laughs> oh even though we yeah because the, there's a scene with the uh the one militant guy who reads all his stage directions? Yes, sarcastically. Yes, sarcastically. I'm in charge. Oh, my God. Militant turns around. It's just beautiful. It's just... Yeah, it's in, like, in that scene, yes, that's funny, but that's one of those things you catch the second time. Yeah. What you catch the first time is when Black Dynamite's just looking in the camera like, did he just do what I think? He, am I the only one who... Y'all didn't y'all hear this? <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Where does this stand up against some of the the parodies that you see of recent years of the Wayans brothers where they parody um the the horror movie Oh yeah, like the scary movie. The scary movie and then they just did the parody uh 50 Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, I didn't see that though. Well, no, but no, yeah, nobody did. Right, 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 right. But, but that's the other thing about some of these movies. Like people don't go I didn't see this in the theaters. Like well, not a lot of people do. No, right. Not a lot of people will. And then you you get it, you know, you watch it online or you watch it when it airs on, you know, some cable channel and you're like, "This is amazing. Why right. did nobody go see this?" But um I thought the scary movie was good. At least the first one. I thought Scary Movie, the first one, was good. Yeah. The second one, I've been told, is even better. I watched it once and it was all right. Then that third one, I don't think I made it all the way through. They've got progressively worse. But, you know, that's 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 that was them on a hustle. True. Yeah, that was the grind talking. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't okay, a, fair enough. great ideas for movies. But the idea of taking all the different horror tropes and making fun of them is good and, you know, profitable. Uh but where would I would I say that Black Dynamite's better than Scary Movie? I would obviously say yes because I've seen Black Dynamite more recently. But I bet you if I watched Scary Movie, I'd probably say Black Dynamite was even better because Scary Movie in particular and a lot of parody movies, regardless, I mean, not just what would be covered on the Michelle Mission, um, often take the genre and then throw sex jokes in. Yeah, yeah. For comedic effect, there are sex jokes in like Dynamite. Oh yeah, but they are germane to the topic. They they are making fun of what kind of sexual uh, lingo and acts you would have seen in a Pam Greer movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. They never really overstep those bounds. No, but then again, they're, they're parodying a movie from the seventies. They were like, I don't know if there were rules back then. <laughs> they just weren't. No. You know what I mean? So no. yeah. No, they, the they bounds were, were way out there. Right, they were they were figuring out what the bounds were. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what was the um, what was the Keenan Ivory Wayans movie that kind of was like a send off of the the black exploitation movies. I'm gonna get you, sucker. That's it. I'm gonna oh get you, boy, sucker. oh man, which was Ooh. definitely that was definitely more arched comedy comedic wise sure. than this, you know. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a it was still a parody of it, like, Yes, it was. It was a, a parody of like Shaft, but way more comedic bend yeah, to it. Yeah. Than this than this film. Yet I was, th- yet I would prefer 
Black Dynamite too. Now it's been a minute since I've seen. Yeah, there are some really fall down funny. There are like the whole overgold thing, and then the bunion. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's some good moments. There are some good moments in that. But and the girl taking off her butt. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a point yeah, there. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, she took a leg off. I was rolling. Yeah, yeah, but my man gets my uh, Doctor Wu gets beat with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> there's that so there's that there's that you know what I mean no one threw anything before they came in the room and <laughs> get your sucker so uh, when you when you put it that way oh my god <laughs> and when you put it that way yeah that's a good point oh god yeah I mean where would I put I guess I'd put Black Dynamite ahead of that just cause it was it's like artfully shot yeah, but again, I mean, yeah, I probably have to watch them side by side, or you know, I would have to, yeah. to be like. But I would still, I'd put it up there. I would, you know, I put that it up would be there. a great double feature. That would be a, an awesome double feature, especially if you were going for yeah, we want to watch some black exploitation stuff. Yeah, you know, that would be an awesome double feature. Yeah, that may have to be our third live event, <laughs> 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 at a Malcolm Comics, a double feature of Black Dynamite. And I'm going to get you, sucker. I can't believe I couldn't. Dirty remember. mother. Don't say that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a... You, you, you're right. This is a movie that didn't get seen. No. Yeah. A lot. It premiered in 2009. Premiered to um, pretty much raves at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. Uh, it was well received. Um, but then it couldn't find a hard time finding a distributor. Oh. And ultimately, uh, it got its biggest release in 2010 when it was released to home video and has become a cult favorite. Yeah. Sure. Uh, a, a cult classic uh, now. And rates very high on Rotten Tomatoes. Got 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand those 16% of people. Hey, well, you know, there's some people that there's some people that think the movie. That some of the critics thought that maybe it was a little bit too long. Some critics that didn't really get the jokes. Sure, and that's the thing. I think that, yeah, I think you have to. Part of the whole problem with a parody is that you are you are cutting your um, potential audience down. Yes, true. The only people who are gonna who should be watching Black Dynamite have also seen a number of black exploitation movies. Yeah, so you're gonna cut that down. Right, uh, you, you're you're chopping yourself off in age. And you're top chopping yourself off in race for the most part. Very true. There's only particular people of a certain age where those movies were popular enough that everybody watched them. And yet, the the um, the animated series that yeah. followed years later, really, sure. yeah, on Cartoon Network, and unfortunately only ran for two seasons, right, um, was hilarious. Very well done. A very well done, fantastic animation. Yeah. Uh, returned the almost the entire you know those major stars that we talked about: Byron Minns, uh, Michael J. White. He was the, the producer behind that. Him and Byron, right? And it was really uh, took where the movie left off. Resurrected some characters, yes, of course. Yeah, he had to because I didn't remember like everybody. Every, freaking yeah, no, dies right? in yeah. Drawing, like I was like, wow, yeah, like because at first you think cream corn is going to make it, right? You think so, and then and like you know. cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So it resurrects everybody, and then it it uses the freedom of animation to just go. Like bananas. It used the freedom of animation to go bananas, and it, it used the freedom that the Boondocks gave it uh, satirically. Yeah, to go to so many places. Yes, very true. You know, and and that was really the thing that made the cartoon stand out. It was mm-hmm. Like it wasn't purely silly. No, it wasn't. Not even as silly as the movie was. Not a, not even. You're right. Yeah, not even as silly as the movie was. Even though you know, uh, uh, Operation Code Kansas has its. I, I was watching it and was reminded of all the rumors about tropical fantasy when <laughs> right. I was little. I was like, yeah. you can't, can't be drinking tropical fantasy. It makes black men sterile. I was like, a soda does? Come on. But you still didn't drink it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't right. believe that. But I'm going to have a Sprite. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's that. But they really did, you know, they really did, you know, really take a step forward as far as, like, 
pointed political commentary, social commentary mm. in that cartoon. Yeah, it was, it's a great cartoon, and, and it's out there on uh, box set DVDs for people to buy and collect. So buy that, buy the movie Black Dynamite. You will not be uh, disappointed. In you my, won't. I would say, yeah. I mean, if you if you've ever seen a black exploitation movie, you should see Black Dynamite. Yeah. And if you've seen a black exploitation movie, why haven't you watched like seven of them? That's true. You can't just watch one. Right. They're. I mean, it, it is the pinnacle of just popcorn movies. Okay, so Black Dynamite aside, uh-huh. I'm at the I'm at the wherever is selling movies now. <laughs> Hard to find them. Three black exploitation movies must see. Oh boy, this is where I'm. I'm. I'm now a little fish swimming with the big dogs. That was a terrible uh, metaphor because those animals don't even <laughs> hang out with each other. But I think you understand what I'm saying. Um, what would be the ones that I would say to watch? Uh, Black Caesar? I'd probably say, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Black Caesar, yeah. Black Caesar. I have that soundtrack. It's beautiful. Um, but that was uh, James Brown. Just did the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I'd say Black Caesar. I would say... Coffee? Coffee? Foxy Brown or coffee? I'd probably say I'd probably go coffee. I would say at least one Pam Greer in there. Yeah, but which one? But which one? That's the thing. That's the one. Coffee or Foxy? Well, Foxy Brown is the the popular one. Right. But I think I think coffee may be. I, I think, think I would go coffee. It was like a better movie. If you watch both, you'd say, I like coffee better. Yeah. Which is why I would say, yeah. Yeah. And then third. Is it? I guess it's just a mark of my age, and it should be shame in my life that I have a hard time now separating Richard Roundtree's shaft from Samuel L. Jackson's shaft really? in my head. Not because they're at all as good as each other, but they're just jumbled in my head. Okay, okay. For some reason. Well, one's got Buster. Well, of course. I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah, the Richard Roundtree one. <laughs> of course. It's a very young Buster. Um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, tiny dreads. They were just twists at the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what my third one would be. I'll throw in Dolomite. You should have some fun. You like Dolomite. I understood it for what it was. <laughs> it is. I mean, when you look at all of the bad parts of Black Dynamite, pretty much lifted them all from... Dolomite. Rudy Ray Moore. From Rudy Ray Moore, yeah, maybe from the Dolomite movies. I saw Dolomite. I don't think I saw anything else. And I, I think I saw... Did I see Shaft in Africa? I think I just saw Shaft. No, so nobody the, saw Shaft. Nobody admits to seeing Shaft in Africa. <laughs> Richard Roundtree. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's his bosom buddies. You just can't bring it up around him. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, those would be my three. What are your three? Well, it ain't Dolomite. No, okay. I just can't get down with Dolomite, man. I just can't. Well, what would be your, co- your comedic one? Technically, it it fits the time time capsule, mm. but I don't know if I would call it um, black exploitation. But it's a it, it's a commentary on it, so it will be Uptown Saturday Night. Oh, okay. Bill Cosby, Sidney Poitier. Right. It's one of the funniest movies. I just love that movie. Um, to be different, mm-hmm. I would choose Cleopatra Jones over coffee. Okay. But I would be fine with coffee. Right. Right. Sure. Because I love coffee. Right. I love Pam Greer. Pam Greer is amazing. I follow her on Twitter. And then I do, I go Superfly. I think. Oh man! I think Superfly, like Superfly, to me, even more so than Shaft. Mm-hmm. And I know that Vince is going to come shooting <laughs> next time he sees me. Shaft is Shaft. All that Richard Roundtree, baddest brother on earth. Right. Really, outside of that opening when he is just walking through the town, mm. I could take a leave, Shaft. Right. Superfly, from beginning to end, is just a killer movie. No. He's just smooth, and it's it's everything. It's it's the entire genre in a film. Can I take Dolomite away and put the Mac in? See, then that's the other one, yeah. Yeah, I would take Dolomite out and put the Mac in. yeah. Yeah. The Mac, I think. Well, I was also watching it at peak Cameron. 
Oh, wow. So <laughs> it has a special place in my heart. Camera on the rapper. Yeah, camera For all on the you rapper. people do not know, go go look it up. Yeah, you look him up. He's, he's lifted uh, a lot of the oeuvre of the Mac. He's lifted the oeuvre of a lot of things and people. Well, yeah, sure. But that's, you know, it, it's all an homage, as they would say. And uh, yeah, the Mac was just awesome. Prior was in the Mac, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, the Mac. Yeah. All right. So that's good. That's I good. Choose You was in the Mac. Really? Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, by Willie Hutch. Yep. Uh, that was what uh, me and my wife danced to uh, at our wedding. Get out of here. Yeah. It's a good song. If you actually listen to it, it's, I mean, you know, it's sure it's from a movie about pimping, but <laughs> <laughs> if you take the words I choose you away from that movie and the idea yeah. of a prostitute choosing her pimp, it's really a, st- a song about, you know, love and choosing to be with someone for the rest of their life. <laughs> For however long that may be. <laughs> right. Hey, you you're know. right. Hey, dude, when I got married, um, it, it, no longer, okay. but when I got married, we walked down the aisle, <laughs> it was a foreteller of things, <laughs> to the music to uh, TLC's Creep. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I like the music. Hey, it's a good song. Maybe it wasn't a Probably not the one. After you were done? Or before? Like, into the, into the, um, into the reception. Into the reception, now announcing. Yes. That was, and Creep was on. <laughs> but just the music. It was oh, just, just the instrumental. The, it was just the music. Just the okay, instrumental. Just the okay. it was just the I, instrumental. I, I will totally get that because we we walked into the instrumental to Annie up. See, so yeah, but it's the it's the song, the musicality of it. Exactly. Right. Yes. It's no. Okay. Instrumentation. All right. Cool. Yeah. Sure. But oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> but the symbolism is not lost on me. <laughs> Considering where we are well, now, yeah, there you go. <laughs> these many years later. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> on that happy note, um, Dow, thank you, man. Ah, thank you. This was mad fun. This man. was real fun. I mean, it was a fun movie, and you gave me a reason to watch it three times. <laughs> I'm gonna probably watch it again later just to do it. Dope, man. Um, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to find out more about Daryl Charles. They want to see you on stage with Tim Marie or see you uh, knocking it out, doing your comedy. Uh, where can they find out more information? You can find out more about me at uh, DarylCharlesComedy.com. Nice. Uh, spelled like it sounds. And, uh, you know, um, there's a Facebook page for many of the things I do. Uh, there's one for DTF. That's the second uh, Friday of every month at Frankie Bradley's in Philly. Um, and uh, the last Sunday of every month is my sketch group, The Layoff Kids. We uh, put up uh, new sketches every month. We've oh, cool. got a, f- a few on uh, Funny or Die. We've been featured on there a couple of times. Uh, well, once so far. Hopefully another time soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know. Nice, man. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. So, hey, come to Triple Tang first Friday this yes. Friday at Amalcom Comics where Daryl will be our very special guest and if you like him there you can go to Frankie uh, Frankie, Bradley's. Frankie Frankie Bradley's, Bradley's. Yep. next Friday that's true and see the Daryl and Tim Marie fun hour yes there you go make it happen we'll have fun they will very likely be twerking oh sookie now <laughs> and you ain't twerked so you see Daryl twerk man I'm good I, I, I learned from Timory. That was one of the We're Here to Helps. She taught the entire audience how to twerk. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Once you see Timory, you'll understand why I'm saying interesting. I'm not going to go any further than that. Um, but I, I, can, I can see her being quite a twer- yeah. twerker. Yeah. Uh, yes. The lady likes to dance. Let me just just sit and ruminate on that for a minute. Okay, you have, so. You don't have to ruminate. You can just come to Frankie Bradley. Every <laughs> second Friday of the month. <laughs> all right um and i invite you all you like that you like more fun friday january 20th come to amalgam comments and coffee house for our second live event where michelle mission will be doing a live screening and podcast of crush groove mm. that is going to be a whole lot of fun we're going to have a lot of special rappers and djs in the audience to talk about this hip hop treasure Right there on January 20th. You can get more information. Listen to all of our old shows 
everything Michelle Mission at MichelleMission.com. Tweet us at Mission Michelle on Twitter. Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Michelle Mission. Vince, congratulations on your home. Good move. Daryl, thank you. And thank in, you. in parting, we say, oh, and you can also check us out live right here on WPPM LP 106.5 FM uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. as well as on the Back Triples Podcast Network. All right, enough plugs. We got to get out of here. Um, in parting, we say, I forget what Vince says. Vince always says, I'll see you when it's time to meet again. Come on, man. Because I hate when he says that. Oh, well. I like Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Well, there you go. So Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. I tried to hold you down, Vince. Screw you, Vince. Not <laughs>